Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We want to say good morning to all of our covenant partners. We want to say good morning to the presence of the Lord that's here in this atmosphere. We want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. And we want to give you a moment to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord. And this morning, we're going to pick up from last week. We're going to be talking about Jesus Christ accomplished spiritual redemption for the Jewish and Gentile nations. Jesus Christ accomplished spiritual redemption for the Jewish and Gentile nations. Amen. Amen. So this morning, we want to share some information with you, um, some things that the Lord allowed me to come into. And they are awesome, or I think they're awesome. And I just want to share them with the church this morning that really uh, seals the fact that we are um, a part of the Abrahamic covenant. We are a part of the blessings of Abraham. We were not an afterthought in the mind of God. It was always God's intention to save the entire universe. Amen. And so we would just want to share some things with you. So if you don't mind, we might start off teaching a little bit uh, and just, just imparting some imparting some knowledge that God has allowed us to get. Amen. So in this service this morning, we want to start out with the fact, we want to show you how from the creation of the world, how we got to Abraham. How is it that we came from Genesis and came through Adam and Eve, their seed moved on into the word of God, and got to Abraham. Amen. Is that all right? I think, I, to me, knowledge is powerful. Amen. I'd rather have an understanding. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get an understanding. Amen. So what we're going to do is, first of all, let's just lay the, little found, let's lay the foundation. God is the creator. Say that with me. Say, God, God is the creator. Okay, so God in Hebrew. Okay, God in Hebrew is Elohim. Okay, and that means God is the all-powerful creator of the universe. It means God knows all. It means creates all and is everywhere at all times. Now, if, if you go back with me, and you remember, Rosh Hashanah is coming up on the afternoon of this week, September 15th. Okay, this week. Somebody say Rosh Hashanah. Say it means the first day of the Jewish calendar. It is the head of the year. It is the new year. For all Jewish people and Abraham's descendants. 
Okay, I want to I want to read something. The reason why we're going to go this way is because it's also a day to proclaim God king of the universe. Okay. The central observance of Rosh Hashanah is the sounding of the shofar, which is the ram's horn. It says, wake up. It's time to prepare for another year. It says, wake up and evaluate and reevaluate your soul, how you lived on this on the last year. It also represents the trumpet blast of a people's coronation of their king. Okay, but listen at this. Rosh Hashanah is also the birthday of the universe. It is also the day God created Adam and Eve. Isn't that amazing? So one of the reasons why we're going to go this way this morning, talking about him being Elohim, the all-powerful creator, is because Rosh Hashanah is associated with celebrating the birth of the universe. It is where Genesis all begins. Amen. So if you look in your Bible, Genesis 1 and 1, okay, it reads, in the beginning, God. Is that in your Bible? So I took a pen and I wrote in there, in the beginning, up top, Elohim, okay? Elohim, the all-powerful creator of the universe. He created the heavens and the earth. Is that in your Bible? So now I'm not going to go number by number, but we're just going to go over what he created. Somebody say God, God. who is Elohim, in Hebrew meaning, the all-powerful creator of the universe. So it says in Genesis 1 and 1 in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. So there is in Genesis 1, it is the creation of heaven and earth. There is the creation of light, of the firmament. That's, that's the sky above us. The earth separated from the waters. There is the creation of the sun, moon, and stars. There is the creation of fish, birds, beasts, and cattle. Okay? That's what that, that's, so all of that, God created. It did not come from a small molecule. It did not come from some big bang theory. It all came from the Lord God Almighty. Amen? Amen? All right. Then we have creation of male and female in the image of God. Let's go to Genesis 1, verse 26. Okay. And it says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man. So God created man. We did not evolve from monkeys. None of us did. Say this with me. Say, blessed art thou, Lord God, King of the universe, who created the heavens and the earth, who created the host of heaven and the host in the earth. Blessed art thou, Lord God, King of the universe, in every human being, in every human being's nostrils is your breath of life. 
Yes, Lord, we thank you. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. Is that in your Bible? So it is God, it is Elohim who created male and female. Amen? Notice he said, let us. This lets us know in the beginning, from the beginning, so many people have trouble with understanding that God is a trinity. There's only one God, but there are three personalities. Amen? He is Father, He is Son, and Holy Ghost. So when he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion, he was saying, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, let us make man and woe man. Amen? So you got three personalities. The combination of, what is a personality? It is the combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctiveness. Woo, that's a lot. (laughs) So... God's personality makes up his distinctiveness. He can be father. He can be the creator. He can be the son who humbled himself and came to the earth, uh, 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 created a body, uh, was born of a woman and took on a fleshly body and came and dwelt on this earth for 33 years. He can be power because the Holy Ghost is power, but yet God is the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Somebody say one God, one God, God, God. Elohim, three personalities. Okay. Now, here we go. We're going to take the little journey. Mankind starts out in the likeness of God. Always remember that. Mankind started in the likeness of God. Okay. And I need you to understand something. Adam carried all the seed of the world. Adam carried all the seed of the world. So in his perfect condition that God had so designed him, he was to populate the earth with men and women like himself. Each one would have had a nature like Adam and Eve. Perfect. But what happens? Sin comes on the scene. Guess what? Adam and Eve didn't have their first children until after the fall. Come on. We, we want to put, put it together, right? After the fall is when they had their children. So mankind starts out in the likeness of God after the fall into sin in the garden. Everything changes. Now, now let's go way over to Genesis chapter 5. And this is where we're going to pick up because we have to remember none of Adam and Eve's children were born in that perfect nature. Every, every one of them were born into sin. Amen. So let's see what we get. Okay. Genesis 5 and 5, stay with me now, because we're taking you to, we're going to Abraham. (laughs) Amen? Amen. This is the book of the generation of Adam. In the day that God created man, watch this, 
in the day that God, Elohim, created man in the likeness of God made by him. Made he him. So who, who was in, wait a minute, wait a minute. So who was in the likeness of God? Adam. And who? Eve. That's it. That was it. And then sin came on the scene. So it what? It stopped. All right. What happens now? Look what happens though. God doesn't stop the earth. He doesn't say, oh, hold up. We can't go no further. No. God said, we're going to keep going because I got a promise out there. I got a prophetic word out there. Amen. Listen at this. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Watch this. And Adam lived 130 years and begot what? In what? After what? Didn't say nothing about God. Because it's gone. It's gone. Wait a minute. He says, and Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. Watch this. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were 800 years and he begot sons and daughters. Woo! 800 years of having children. Come on, I want you to see this. And all of them were born in the likeness of Adam and Eve, not God. The likeness of God was gone after sin came. Woo. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and then he died. Somebody say this with me. Say Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve lived 800 years. And during that 800 years, Everybody that was born were born in the likeness and the image of fallen Adam. And so we don't understand why. Why I got to get saved? Why I got? Because you a sinner. You a sinner. And the only way we can move from Adam, our forefather, is to get in Jesus Christ. Hello. If we never move from Adam, you're still under the curse. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Now, Jesus loved everybody. Uh-huh. That's why he came down. Took on a human body. Went to the cross. Took the shame, the suffering, the rejection. So we could be what? A new creation. Yeah, bye, 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 no, 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 say, hey, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah, Lord, I hear you, I hear you. So we, we got that part? We got that part. So sin came in, and Adam's sons and daughters are now born after Adam's likeness, after his image, in a fallen nature. For how long, how long did they begot children? Eight, say that again, how long? Eight, that's a long time to produce babies. That's a long time. But now what's happening? The earth is becoming what? Populated. Wait a minute. It's becoming populated with human beings who don't have now the nature of God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, ba 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 she. All right. So, so what happens, Lord? Look at Genesis 6 and 3. Genesis 6 and 3 says, and the Lord said, 
my spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be what? A hundred and twenty. How long? So he gave them 120 years to get things right. Amen. Okay, what else do you say, Lord? Look at verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And he repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. Now, wait a minute. Adam kept the knowledge of Elohim, who is God. They kept the knowledge. They knew who God was. That's why you see it says in the Bible after they had their two children, they brought their offering to the Lord in the process of time. The offering was to be a lamb, and I've heard somebody preach that it wasn't a lamb. <laughs> no, God wanted blood. Sin was on the earth. Sin, I've, I've checked every in-depth study, and it goes back to blood. Okay? So I'm staying with the blood. Amen? So, so they knew what to do. So what happened in Genesis 6? How is it that they fell so far down into themselves. I'll tell you why. Because at this time, Cain, who had left out of the presence of God, he married within his family, and he began to have children. Then Cain's offspring and Seth's offspring began to intermingle. And when they married... The knowledge of God soon departed from all of them. So do you see how important it is to stay up under the word of God? Because the longer you stay out, the more you fall within your old nature. The more you fall within yourself. The devil start talking to you. You start reasoning about some things. Hey, hey, things are not clear anymore because you done stayed out too long from under the word of God. When the Bible says that the word of God is water, it washes us from the filth of the knowledge and sins out here in the world, from the contamination of it. Then as we come in and get washed, we get renewed, we get refreshed, we have strength to go back out. Then we pick up our Bibles on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then we come back on Sunday and we do it all over again. Bye bye, shy. But they let go of the knowledge of God. And, and I just want you to know, that's what's happening today in America. They're letting go of the knowledge of God. Amen. And Christians are beginning to marry sinners. God, ain't going to get no help. I can change him. I can change her. No, you can't. They have to will to want to be changed. I said they got the will to want to be changed. So all your life, what you do is you spend that time fighting against their will. And you pray for years and years and years. And it, it, it's, like, <laughs> it's like tossing coins. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. 
The Bible says, whosoever will, let them come. People fail to forget God don't knock nobody down and make them get saved. He could, but he doesn't. You know why? Because even God got sense enough to know if I got to make you do something, you don't really love me. But we so crazy. Our women so crazy. Our men so crazy. I'm going to make you love me. I don't want to make you love me. That means you really don't love me. Come on, Anna. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, Lord. So that's where all this wickedness came from. That's where it came from. What, what does the Lord say? Let's keep going. Verse 6, and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For he repented me that I have made them. Uh-huh. But Noah, verse 8, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Uh-huh. Why did Noah find grace? Because he walked with God in his generation. That's what you want to do. You want to walk with God in this evil and adulterous generation. You don't want to turn him loose. Did you hear me? I don't care what come. I don't care what go. I don't care what don't want to stay. I say, listen to me. I don't care who don't want to live it, who don't want to believe it. You better stay with the Lord. You better stay with the word. Because there's nothing else outside of the word of God. There's nothing outside of God. Everything is in Christ. Verse 9, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Perfect doesn't mean he didn't make no mistakes. It meant he was upright, blameless, wholehearted, and complete before God. He knew if I made a mistake, I got to go to Elohim, who is God, and what? Repent. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. Is that in your Bible? Oh, my. Oh, my. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. How did it get in here? Through them. I'm so tired of people getting on my phone talking about, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why that's happening. Sin, 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 sin. Somebody called me the other day and I just went crazy. They said, I don't know why all this is going on. I said, sin, sin, sin. They said, all right. I said, sin, sin. I'm tired of these people. It's sin. Just go and call it what it is and repent. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, Lord, what's going on in the world? Sin. Right. 
<laughs> they told me, they said, well, I'm finna go now, cause, <laughs> I said, okay, we, I, I got to go. I said, okay, it's still seeing. <laughs> you call me on the right day. Jesus, nothing but sin. What do you say, Lord? Verse 17. And he says, and the Lord says, and behold, I, even I do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life. Wherein is what? The breath of life. Where did it come from? God, Elohim. <laughs> That's where the breath of life came from. And it's been passed down to every generation. What are we doing with it? When is the breath of life? From under heaven. And everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant. And thou should come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing, of all flesh, two of every sort. Now don't, get, don't miss this. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shalt thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. They shall be what? They're going to be what? Is that in your Bible? He didn't say man and man and woman and woman because God had a plan. See, the only way to repopulate is male and female. I don't care how long, I don't care how much these uh, lesbians and homosexuals go and get these operations, tell me you having a baby, you a lying wonder. Amen. Now you ain't no wonder, you just a lie. <laughs> and I'm going to read it in the Bible where it does say that God said, I told you to put a male and female so they could repopulate the earth. Because I'm finna destroy everything in the earth, but we're going to start over, said the Lord. That's why only the people that stay saved and are saved and they living for Jesus going to go back with Jesus. He's not going to start over. He's going to use what he got. Amen. Hey, he ain't finna make no new, new, new creatures. Come on, AI intelligence. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not even human. But they say in the next couple of years, AI going to write his own Bible. They're going to have another Bible. They say everybody else got their Bible. Artificial intelligence is not real. It is a high-tech computer's knowledge. There is no God in it. There is no Elohim in it. There is no creation in it. It's what they pull out from the flesh. I've been preaching it for years. Do you have a King James Bible? Been saying it for years. Buy you a King James Bible. Put one in the kitchen. Put one in the uh, living room. Put one in your bedroom. Buy you a King James Bible. Because the world is rapidly changing. And it's changing more for the worse than the better. They going to leave God out, they say. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, now my shine now. He said, Go on and shine now. Go on, go on, go on. Go on, go on. Harabo shake head on my shanda.
Look at Genesis chapter 7, verse 17, please. And God did just what he said. Genesis 7, 17. And the flood was 40 days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth, and the waters prevailed and, went, and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went upon the face of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the water prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl, of cattle, of beasts, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man, woman, boy, and girl, all in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land died. And every, living, and every living substance was destroyed, which was upon, upon the face of the ground, both men and cattle and the creeping things and the fowls of heavens. And they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth 150 days. Here it is right here. Go to look at Genesis 7 and 2. It says, no, I, I tell you what, Genesis 7 and 1. Uh-huh. And the Lord said unto Noah, come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and the female, and his female. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female. To do what? To keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. Stop playing. But you know, man lost his mind. Because they're creating all kinds of stuff. They're going to make them a human being. They're going to make them this. They're going to make them some knowledge without God. They're going to make a human being without God. They think they're going to outsmart God. But you can't outsmart God. God said, put me two male and female on that ark. So when everything else is gone, the male and the female can repopulate when you get to the earth, when, when this is all over, when this is all over. Yeah, Is that in your Bible? So now, let's look at this. Okay, so we've come through the creation of the world. Heaven, earth, firmaments, stars, moon, tr trees, animals, mankind, male and female. We've come through Adam, Cain. Adam and Eve. So, Lord, what in the world going on? What's, what's going on? We, 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 we've got Cain and Abel. Cain murders Abel, but Eve picked up enough strength to have another one. Somebody said, when the devil knock you down, 
Ask the Lord for strength to start over in whatever it is. So now we got Cain's offspring mingling with Seth's offspring. Come on, they got married, had children. They allowed Cain's offspring to remove the, the knowledge that they did have from them, and that's how wickedness got so great. Now you ought to be able to put it together in Thessalonians where it says, now he that led it is going to let until he be taken out of the way. The church is a restrainer in the earth, and we are definitely holding back evil because if there was no restrainer in the earth, we would already be where uh, Cain's offspring and Seth's offspring was in uh, uh, Genesis 6. I know you're saying, but it's so bad, but not as bad as it could be. But when God removes the church off the earth during the rapture, then it's going downhill because there will be no knowledge left because they say they're going to burn all the Bibles. They're going to kill all the, well, this is the way it's going to happen. Those that didn't believe under the grace period, we're under grace now. Somebody say, this is grace. Okay, this is God's grace and mercy. This is the time to get saved. This is the time to bring your family under the blood of Jesus, under the name of Jesus, under the word of Jesus. But when the church is removed in that day, we don't know the day or not the hour, but I will tell you this. One thing is for sure, and now that it's been pinpointed, I can tell you, it will be in the fall of the year. All three feasts, Passover, what was that? The blood of the lamb. Okay. First fruit, unleavened bread, taking sin out. First fruits, the resurrection. Jesus Christ is our Passover. He became our lamb, the blood. He removed our sins, unleavened bread. He was the first resurrected from the dead. So we would know you, there's eternal life in me. The only three feasts that have not been fulfilled is Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, well, we have Yom Kippur. We're going to talk about that. Because see, on Yom Kippur is the great atonement. We already have that. Tabernacles is when the Israelites go and live in boots to remind them that they lived in tents made out of leaves in the desert for so many days. But it represents the gathering in of God's people. So when is Rosh Hashanah? It's always in the fall of the year. Uh, let me just do it like this. When did Jesus come and die as the Passover? In the spring of the year. When has Passover been for the last 3,000 years? In the spring. So now I put, I, I told a lot, I said, uh-oh, I jumped up out the chair. I said, so is this why the summers be so hot? Hold on. Because see, when, it, when it's hot in the natural, it's hot in the, when it's hot in the spirit, it's hot in the natural. So basically, I believe that what the devil be doing, since he knows the timing, is he's trying to get us to sin with all that pressure during the heated months right before Rosh Hashanah, knowing that when the trumpet... Because whatever you do when the trumpet blow, you better be living a holy life. You better not be in no sin. You better not be laid up with no woman in the bed. You better not be laid up with no man in the bed. You better not be at the club drinking. 
You better not be uh, getting high on reefer and cracking cocaine. Uh, mm -hmm. When the trumpet blow. See, what do they do for Rosh Hashanah? They blow the blast of the shofar. What does it mean? Wake up. New day is coming. What's going to happen? The Bible said, and the trump, the last trump going to do what? Sound. And the dead in Christ going to what? Rise first. And then we which remain in our lives shall be caught up to meet him in the air. And so, ever, so shall we ever be with the Lord. So from now on, I will be. I said, wait a minute. I said, Lord, wait a minute. He will come. I know y'all sitting there saying, uh-uh. He said, we won't know the day or the hour. I didn't give you a date. I gave you a season. See how crazy we are? Get information and they don't even want that. But that's all right. Because I'm keeping up with it. Somewhere. Between September 1 and October, the rapture one day going to take place. The trumpet will blow. And no, you can't live like a sinner and like a demon all the way up to September and then repent. Man, y'all a mess. What kind of folk up in here? kind of people shut up shake robo shake so so what did happen under Noah's watch what did God do he cleansed the earth listen to me good we we going toward Abraham so even if God wanted to look for somebody to bring his son, okay, he, he prophetically spoke in Genesis to the serpent, to Eve and Adam, and he said, he told Eve, the serpent going to bruise your heel, but your seed going to bruise his head. That was prophetic. So God had to find a man, a lineage that he could come down through. Listen to me good. Couldn't come down through Adam them because they had already fallen. Uh-oh. Watch this. Watch this. Wait a minute. Couldn't come down through Noah's time because wickedness was, wickedness was so great. Every imagination. So he, he wipes it all out. What did he wipe out? All the generations from Adam, Noah. Come on now. 800 years of having children, and no matter, no, no telling how long with Noah them having them. But he leaves Noah, his wife, his three sons, and they three wives. Well. Just, I want you to picture this. Noah, his wife, his three sons. That's eight people, right? Yeah. I want you to picture when they came off the ark. It was eight people. About it. Eight people. And the male and female of the animals. So who was he going to choose? Watch this. Watch this. 
Oh, my Lord. He shouted about Shay. All right. I want you to go to Genesis 9, verse 12. Genesis 9, verse 12. And God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living thing that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and thee and the earth. So see, the rainbow does not belong to the gay, lesbian, LGBT+, LGBT+, Q. No! The rainbow is God's promise to mankind that he would never destroy the earth again with water. Because next time, it's going to be fine. The rainbow means all different colors, all different people getting together. No, it's a covenant. It's a promise. Yes, I don't care if you don't like me. I didn't come here for your popularity vote. I didn't come here for you to push a like on my. What it, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't even have it no way. Um, so don't worry about it. You can push. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'll never see it. <laughs> I won't ever see it. It's a covenant. God said, I do. Noah set the bow in the clouds. As a covenant between me and you and your seed afterwards, that I will never destroy the earth again by water. So what does that mean? Anytime we have a heavy, heavy rain, and it's like everything gonna sail off into the river, all you gotta do is remember the bow. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Yes, Lord. Genesis 8, 13. And it came to pass in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dried. Fifteen verse. And God spoke unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou, thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed. Is that in your Bible? Huh. Sound like pregnant words to me. That's what it sound like to me. Keeping seed alive, breeding, male and female. That they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. 
every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds went forth of the ark. Is that in your Bible? So, when you go to Genesis chapter 9, there are some interesting words in there. I want you to pay, pay close attention to them. Amen? Genesis 9 and 12. And God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and thee and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is betwixt me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to do what? To destroy all flesh. Now you got to see the wording. There are some people who die. When there's a great flood, but remember what he said, it won't be to destroy what? All flesh. Come on. That's what the Bible say. Hello. He said, I won't, it won't become a flood anymore to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud and I will look upon it. So who is the rainbow for? The Lord and Noah and us. The Lord said, every time I see it, oh, my goodness. Ooh. He ain't say every time I put the bow up there, y'all start sinning. You better know your word. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it that I may remember the everlasting covenant, the eternal covenant between who? God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, this is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. Now listen at this. And the sons of Noah. And the sons of who? Noah. Hmm. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Somebody say Ham, Ham. is the father of all people of color. So you didn't start in Africa. But I tell you how you got, how, 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 mm, Jesus, I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. The Lord showed it to me. He said they didn't start in Africa, but how Africa got started was at the Tower of Babel. When he scattered them and they went and dispersed. Because Shem's generation had to scatter. Japheth's generation had to scatter. And Ham's Generation had to. But you started with Noah. I think so. <laughs> I like it. Knowledge is power. Look what it says. 19 verse. Here's your key. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Now, is that in your Bible? Eight people after the flood. That's it. But from Noah's sons, 
Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the whole earth began to be overspread. Is that in your Bible, church? Say, I started with Noah. So I didn't start in Africa. And Africa don't want you. Because they're going to tell you mixed with white. Oh, you can look at me. I already know. I'm telling you what I know. They're going to send you on your little merry way. Because see, even they say you're not a true. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Because you're mixed. Mm-mm. Even our chocolate babies, mixed. You know, chocolate is mixed with white chocolate, dark. They're going to turn you around and send you back. I love everybody. I love everybody. SoundCloud, I love everybody. But we did not start in Africa. We started from Noah. It was overspread, y'all. Go to Genesis 10 and 1. Very important information. Genesis 10 and 1 says, Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood. Is that in your Bible? Here it comes. Going to blow your mind. Verse 5. By these were the owls of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after their families and their nations. Now, go back to Genesis. What, I mean, well, in Genesis, what did, God, what did God tell Abraham? In thee shall all families be blessed. And then Genesis 18, 18, he says, and in thee shall all nations. So, who are you talking to, Lord? He says, I'm talking to all of Shem's people, all of Japheth's people, and all of Ham's people. The only way we're going to be blessed is in Christ. Amen. I don't care what you come up with. I don't care what you make up. I don't care what you mimic. I don't, uh-uh, uh-uh. The Bible says it's in Christ. You want the fountain of blessings? Huh? You got to come through Jesus Christ. And that's what the world don't want. All right, can we go on? Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 32. These are the sons of Shem after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations, in their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after what? So who repopulated the land after the flood? Noah's three sons. And we were in there, people of color. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. So now what do we have? Watch this. 
Now we have the beginning of the nations. What nations? Jews and Gentiles. Jews and Gentiles. Well, well, well Shem is the father of all the Ebers. Remember, we preached that. Hebrews. Japheth is the father of the Assyrians, Europe, Asia, Orientals, all of, those, all of uh, that nation. Ham is the father of the people of color, Africa, Ethiopia, Egyptians. Come on. People of color. So now the earth begins to be populated with all these people. So God said, I got to find me a people. Why did he choose Abraham? You do understand when you follow the genealogical, genealogical, Abraham came out from Shem. Uh-huh. That's his great ancestor. Abraham didn't come from Japheth. He did not come from Ham. He came from Shem, who is the father. Shem, he didn't say Abraham. Shem is the father of all the children of Eber, Hebrew. They are the only ones at the Tower of Babel who retained their language. Why? The in-depth study says they retained their language because they didn't help with the Tower of Babel. Huh. So God said, I got to find me a people to come down through who still believe. The Hebrews might have not been living it like it should have been, but they retained who the real God was. Ooh, gee. Sound like what I be telling folk. It's better in here. So when the Hebrews scattered, they held, they retained that knowledge. Of who Elohim was and is. So God said, the whole world, Jew and Gentile, is in singing. I got to send a redeemer, but I got to find a line to come down through. So he looked and he sought it out. And he chose the children of Eber, Hebrew. And Abraham was in that lineage. Does it, does it, all of these people are now in the image and likeness of their fallen parents. God begins to search for a people that the Messiah, the promised deliverer for all of humankind would be born to. God calls Abraham and blesses him with the promise of Christ. Go to Genesis 12. You know this one. Can you see how it came on down? And God didn't restrict this just to Abraham's seed. He said, whosoever will, let them come. He was always after the nations. He was always after both Jew and Gentile. Amen? He just needed somebody to start with. Huh? Whenever you start something, you got to have some people to start it with. Amen. You don't just start. Well, you, you know, you can start by yourself, but after a while, God going to add folk to what? Help you. 
God said, I got to get some folk to help me. Why? Because I'm a spirit. And I need a body to, to produce within the belly flesh over me. Lord, have mercy. See, Mary was of the house of David and uh, Joseph was of the house of David. A raw lineage. Hebrews. But God said, I need a body. I don't have a body. I got to get a body so I can die for these people. So Jew and Gentile can get saved. That's a lot to go through for a people that don't want you. And so they think when they get at the, at the end time, at the great judgment, you think you're going to tell God anything? You think you're going to tap dance and say, let me into heaven and, oh, I've been so good. And my family been so good. And God going to say, where's the blood? Where's the blood? How do you get the blood of Jesus Christ on your life? You repent. You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Hello? And we go as far, we baptize in Jesus' name. We're Deacon House. Yes, we'll talk about it after service. Yeah, we're going to baptize. If we got to go somewhere else, we're going to have baptism. No, God just wants to say, where's the blood? Where is it? Where is it? It's funny. At the death of the rich man and the death of Lazarus, the rich man went to the tormentation side. Lazarus went to the bosom of Abraham. But it's funny how all of a sudden the, the rich man couldn't evangelize while he was alive. But once he got in hell, he became an evangelist. Father Abraham, send my brothers. <laughs> send somebody back from the dead to warn my brothers. Didn't evangelize not one time till he ended up in hell. Now he wants Father Abraham to send somebody back from the dead to witness to his five brothers and tell them don't come to this place of tormentation. And Father Abraham said they have the prophets, they have the word, they have the preachers. If they won't listen to them, they will hardly listen to anybody that comes from the dead. Won't even listen to the living folk. Preaching and teaching every Sunday. Folk living it out here. Living for Jesus. You don't want to hear that though. But oh Lord God Almighty Elohim, Yeshua Jesus Messiah, if you would send me a great and wonderful sign, like you in the Wizard of Oz. It's time to go home. That man was behind that curtain. He said, I am the great and powerful. Dorothy said, and I am the meek and weak, Dorothy. That's what y'all want. You're not going to get it. You better go buy the Wizard of Oz.
And watch that. He said the word. We better believe the preach word. We better believe the preach word. We need to believe the preach word. Believe the preach word. We soon to close. Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Why did he tell him that? Because all of Abraham's folk were idol worshipers. He says, and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that cursed thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Genesis 18 and 18, he told him, the Lord says, all nations of the earth shall be blessed in Abraham. He told us in Galatians 3.29, he says, and if you be Christ, then are you who? Abraham's what? You Abraham's what? And heirs according to the promise. Now, if you just give me a minute, I want to run through this paper. And then I'm going to give you some vital information to take home with you so that you can use it on Friday before sundown for Rosh Hashanah. And then next Sunday, we're going to say it today, but I'm going to give you a paper. It's called Pleading the Blood of Jesus Christ. It's a morning prayer and an evening prayer for Yom Kippur because our lamb has already been sacrificed. Our great atonement is already here. I, that just blew my mind when, when, the, when that got revealed to me. Lord, the three feasts haven't been, hadn't been fulfilled. And all the first three were fulfilled in their rightful time. Why would God mess up? Why would he? he he's not going to do that because he's a God of what? Order. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Say, he's the God of the Jews and the God of the Gentiles. Let's go. Isaiah, we're going to wrap this up, but you, I want you to see this. I want to finish this today. Amen? Because what? Knowledge is what? Power. Knowledge is powerful. Teach your children before they get to college. Teaching them we came from monkeys and the Big Bang Theory. No, we did not. No, we did not. No, we did not. We came from God. <laughs> and I can take you way back. Psalms 139 say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So all my members were in your book. And that's before my mom and my daddy even got together. Then you looked down and found me what? A, a, a path to come down through. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Yeah, both shot. Come on in, Anna. Come on, come on, come on. Yes, Lord. Isaiah 11 and 10. And you can mark in your Bible every time you see the word Gentiles. Isaiah 11 and 10. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse. This is King David. Daddy, Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek, 
and his rest shall be glorious. Is that in your Bible? And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt and from Pathros and from Cush and from Elam and from Shinar and from Hamath and from the islands of the sea. And he shall set up an ensign for the nations and shall assemble the outcast of Israel and gather the, the, together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Somebody say, the Lord set an ensign from the root of Jesse for the Gentiles as well. An ensign is a banner. Listen at this. It's a symbol on a long pole which identifies an army or tribe. So basically, he set that ensign up for the Gentiles to see it and come up under it to let everybody know, I'm of the tribe of Judah. Thank you, Jesus. The tribe of Judah. Go to Isaiah 42. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You better know who you are. You need to know who you are. Isaiah 42. Verse 5, thus said God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath up unto the people upon it. I told you, he gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness. He's talking about the Lord, not Jesus. And will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people for a light of the Gentiles. To open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoner from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Is this in your Bible? He says, I am the Lord. That is my name and my glory will, not, will I not give to another. Neither my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Go to Acts chapter 13. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Acts 13. Okay, that last scripture was Isaiah 42, 1 through 9. You can read the, yeah. Now we're going to Acts 13, verse 42. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 13, 42 says this. Now listen at this. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barabbas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. 
Then Paul and Barabbas waxed bold and said, it was necessary. It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you, the Jews. But seeing you put it far from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee, we just read it, I have set thee to be a light for the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life, they believed. Now, wait a minute. What does that mean, as many as were ordained? It didn't mean that God was choosing and picking. It just simply means because God is omniscient, he knows all things. He already know who's going to get saved. Remember, the Bible says, until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. So there's a remnant out of the Jews that's going to be saved, and there's a remnant out of the Gentiles that's going to be saved. But it's still up to you. You can do it. You can say yes and be a part of the remnant. Yay, God don't put nothing against you being saved. Yeah. Is that in your Bible? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. Go to Romans 15. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. I just want you to see. You weren't an afterthought. This ain't no white man's Bible. That's a lie from hell. This is every, this is every nation and every family's Bible. How about that? If you want me to go there. White, black, Asian, China. Yeah. Romans 15. Look at verse 7. It says, Romans 15 and 7, Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision, that's Jews, for the truth of God, to confirm the promise made unto the fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that the Gentiles, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he said, Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people. Woo. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and Lord him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah said, There shall be a root of Jesse. We read it. And he that shall rise to reign over, over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Is that in your Bible? So who who the Gentiles supposed to be trusting in? What's his name? So who who are the Jews and the Gentiles supposed to be trusting? Thank you. In Jesus Christ. Now this one I like, and we finna close. I I had to get to this one. Acts 17. Now if this don't help you, I don't know what's going to help us. Too many prejudiced people in this world. I don't like white people. I don't like black people. I don't like Asian people. Stop it. Stop it. How can you not like what you made of too? Can I, can I show it to you? And then I'm going home. Acts 17, verse 26. Acts 17, verse 26. 
and has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and had determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. How many bloods? How many bloods? How many bloods? How many, how many bloods in the white man? How many bloods in the black man? How many bloods in the Asia and the China? Huh? One. If you cut a white man, black man, Asian man, China man, the blood gonna be red. Now, being a nurse, blood is really blue. But when it hits the air, it's red. Oh, wait a minute. And who gave the breath of life? Who gave the air? Elohim. So he had it fixed. He said, all right, it might be blue in your veins, but when it hit my air, everybody's blood gonna be red. Ah, the white man, the white man. It ain't the white man, it's you. Get right with God. Get right with God and do it now. Get right with God and do it now. Ain't nobody, ain't the white man not holding you back? The Jew not holding you back? The black man not holding you back? You hold your own self back. He took one blood. One and made the entire nations. I don't like them. You see, you see, prejudice came from the devil. It's a form of the enemy put in the earth to what? To divide the people again. Racism. We should not hate anybody. And if one race do another race wrong, that ain't God. That's the devil using them. Because why? They got their door open to the devil. Shield it down. I got you. I got you. All this hatred. I don't like you because you drive this. I don't like you because you stay over there. I don't like you because you wet. Shut up. Jesus said by this. Shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for the other? Love. You got to live above the hatred and the racism. Man put that here. God didn't put that here. And the church ought not to be going with it. I said, you're wrong. We in the church and we just going, oh yeah, I don't like them either, girl. And yeah, honey, I don't like them either. And some people just don't like people because of the color of their skin. The devil crazy. That's crazy. And I have an understanding when I go places and I'm mistreated, you know what I do? It hurts. Yeah, I want to retaliate, but then I remember quickly. The Holy Ghost helps me, put me in check. He said, you know, that's just sin. He said, don't, don't, don't go along with that. Smile. You still show love. You still be respectable. You do what's right. Don't bring them little white cheering over here. Why? What did they do to you? I don't want them in my house. What? They, what? 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 Y'all all got the same blood. 
You have white yourself. So. Not one pure black African in here. Where you at? Show me. <laughs> My brother even laughing because he ain't either. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's why his boys got curly hair. Come on, y'all. Y'all better come on here. Lord, help them out. They need help. <laughs> I'm going home. Don't worry. I'm going. Ephesians 6, just, I just want you to see this. We're not going to go into this today, but we will get into it. But just look at this, Ephesians 6. Verses 15 and 16. It says, for in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision Jews avail of anything, nor uncircumcision, Gentiles, but a what? A new creature. Is that in your Bible? How were you made a new creature? Through Jesus Christ's blood. All right, look what it says. And as many as walk according to this rule, what rule? The new creation, the new creation rule in Christ. Peace be on them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. Yeah, do you know who you are? You are the Israel of God. That blessed my soul. And then I wanted to make sure I was in line. I said, Lord, this is awesome. When he allowed me to find it, I said, what? He said, that's who they are. Jew and Gentile together are the new Israel of God. Through the new creation. Therefore, if any man, woman, boy, girl be in Christ, he is a new what? Creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Under Jesus Christ, you become the Israel of God. That blew my mind. I said, what? That just put the, the, the nail, as they say, in the car. You become the Israel of God. Through the new creation, Jew and Gentile, one body in the church. But we are called the Israel of God. So you got to get back under your, your real family rights. And you got to do it before Rosh Hashanah. You got to go ahead and claim your real rights. Because you're missing out on too many blessings. You got to come up for the blessings. The blessings coming down, but you got to come on up. Who are you? Israel of God. I like that. I like that. Say, I'm the Israel of God. We do not, let me say this today, we do not replace the Jewish people. God loves them and he loves us. He said he took down that middle wall and made one new man. What's that called? The church. You got Jews, Gentiles, and the church. When Jews accept Jesus Messiah, they're in the church. When Gentiles accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and Messiah, they're in the church. One body. And that one body is called the Israel of God. We connected. We connected. 
We connected. We connected. Thank you, Jesus. And that's why we can celebrate Rosh Hashanah. Because we are connected. Thank you, Jesus. Could I get uh, two ushers?